What up, what up? Welcome back to the Gaming Addict Podcast. This is episode 10. This is your host, Dre, aka BK Brawler 537 If you want to add me on PlayStation Network or Xbox One. But um, yeah, I'm your Gaming Addict. And as usual, I'm here to give you all the latest news and announcements in the gaming world, along with my opinion on some of these things. All right. So without any further ado, oh. And I want to wish you all a great Labor Day for those who are still enjoying it at the moment. And for those who had fun, depending on when you're listening to it, hope your Labor Day was fun, in other words. All right, so let's start with the new releases we're going to get this week. Uh, September 3rd, we're getting Catherine Full Body, which is like um, a game where you play as a guy trying to choose between two Catherines. He has a girlfriend whose name is Catherine, and he meets a woman named Catherine. You have to pretty much juggle that relationship and see which way you're going to go by the end of the game. And it's basically a puzzler, too. There's a lot of puzzles involved in the game. I never finished it, but it was fun while it lasted. Um, We're going to get Monster Hunter Iceborne September 6th. For those who didn't know, it's the next big, well, first big expansion for the Monster Hunter World game. And I think it's going to be the only one they said after this. I guess they're going to give us... um, Probably a few little updates, but then another Monster Hunter World, probably for the next-gen consoles, for all we know. Uh, NBA 2K20 is releasing September 6th, uh, this Friday, along with another big game, which we're hoping is a big game, which is Gears 5 for Xbox One. Um, You get it on the 6th if you have Game Pass. I don't know if, if you pre-ordered, you get it on the 6th. So I guess you pro- if you pre-order one of the limited editions or some shit like that, you probably get it on the 6th. I don't see why it would only be on Game Pass. But um, regularly, for everyone else, it'll release on September 10th. But if you have Game Pass or pre-ordered, you get um, Gears 5 September 6th. Another thing um, that's out right now, which was Shadow Dropped on the Nintendo Switch, but they didn't tell us that it was coming was Bulletstorm. I don't know how this game... I don't know. This game must have some type of cult following. I never found this game entertaining at any point in my life, yet it still keeps seeming to come out on every fucking system that it releases, and it keeps getting remakes and dropped on this console, that console, but Bulletstorm Duke of Switch is out now on a Nintendo Switch for those who are interested in that. Um... When it comes to September's PlayStation Plus games, we're going to get Batman Arkham Knight, which is a pretty good pickup if you haven't played it yet, and Darksiders 3, which I know has a good following on that a lot of people like the Darksiders games. I just never got into them, Um, but I'm going to download this and try. I'll try because part one and two didn't do it for me. Maybe this one can. Uh, when it comes for games with gold for Xbox um, console holders, we got you're going to get Hitman, the complete first season, a game called We Were Here, and Earth Defense Force 2025 for those who want some mindless fun to play. All right, so that's all our releases we're getting this week. And so now on to some news, uh, what I like to call probably last week's news today. Or for those who don't get to keep up as much as I keep up with it, this is all new to you, which is probably why you keep coming back to me to hear all this shit, you know. But hey, let's begin. So first, um, we got news that Legend of Dragoon, well, and not that it will get a remaster, but Peter Dalton, 
from Blue Point Games. They're known for remastering a whole bunch of games. Um, he teased when someone asked about Legend of Dragoon on Twitter. He teased that that game should be a project. I really hope that it becomes a project. I love Legend of Dragoon. I will strictly tell you guys right now, well, straight up tell you guys right now that I believe Legend of Dragoon was better than Final Fantasy VII. Don't at me, all right? It is better. You, if you haven't played it, you can't argue with me. I played them both, and I've played in Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon came out after Final Fantasy VII. I beat Legend of Dragoon before I went back and finished Final Fantasy VII. So, yeah, eat on that. Chew on that. You know, look it up. Legend of Dragoon. And one of the greatest video game soundtracks out there. Better than any Final Fantasy game. And, and I'm one guy that pays attention to soundtracks over game. I'm, if I'm telling you that his soundtrack is better than all the Final Fantasy games, this one definitely is. All right? I'm not lying. Um, Aladdin and the Lion King games are set to be remastered. Now, they said this is going to be not the Aladdin from Super Nintendo. It's going to be Aladdin from Sega Genesis, I believe. And the Game Boy game and shit like that, that's going to be remastered. And when it comes to Lion King, it's also going to be the Game Boy version. But also, there will be the Super NES version of the game released too. Now, two, these two games are two hard-ass games. I never finished Aladdin. I did beat Lion King after several months of frustrating playthroughs. If you guys know me now, maybe this is what contributes to why I hate playing games with no difficulty now. This could be from the scar that fucking Lion King left on me as a kid where, you know, at that point in time, I didn't have the money to go out and buy my own damn game. So all I had was fucking Lion King to keep playing over and over and over again and dying over and over and over again till I finally fucking beat it. And it was a very great day in my life. And I actually went through and beat it again because I was so happy that I beat it before. But it did get annoying after a while. Glad that time in my life is over. In other news, though, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, um, the Boo Saga was confirmed um, to be in the game. So we know we won't be stopping at just after Frieza, which is probably why they keep showing us everything that even though we all know what's going to happen but they've shown us like Frieza even dying in one of their trailers you see the final battle between Goku, Vegeta, and Frieza and it's like okay so you guys are just going to show us the whole fucking game in your trailers already but now that we know that Boo Saga has been confirmed by the voice actor for Boo um we know that Cell Saga will be in there too because um that came after the damn um Boo Saga I mean, Boo Saga came after Cell and the Android Saga. So, looks like we'll get to play through all that shit up to at least the Boo Saga. So, that's good to know that the game ain't going to be as short as I thought it was. <coughs> oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, Oh, and some very exciting news. Telltale Games is back. Um, A group of investors, industry investors, execs, I, say, I should say, decided to purchase the studio. I believe they're, they're a group called LSG, or I know it's not LSD, but I think LSG or LGS or some shit like that. One, just try switch up those three letters and you'll eventually get it. Um, They got the licenses to games like Batman, Tales of Borderlands, and things like that. Unfortunately, you won't get any new Walking Dead games because they lost the the licenses for Walking Dead. And, oh, was it? 
uh, the Stranger Things game that we never got. The licenses went back to the original owners. So right now there's no plans for them to bring out any of those games. Um, but they said they're uh, going to have a new approach um, in the interview that they had. I, I don't know if it was Kotaku. I think it was probably Kotaku. Well, I read up they're going to have a new approach. They're not going to spend as much money on licenses like they did before. Well, the old group that owned Telltale Games did before. They are going to try and bring in some of the other of the old um, developers as freelancers on projects and things like that. And they said they want us to have more binge-worthy games, which is the only thing I really took from it. Which probably means no more waiting three to four months to play another episode of a game. Um, you know, hopefully no more glitches. But I hope that means it's Netflix style, and we get we pay if we're if you forcing us to pay this thirty nine ninety nine for for all the episodes at one time and life is strange, then I expect to be able to play all episodes at once, not have to fucking wait three four five months between episodes because it, re it really does kill the hype so i'm glad they're back uh just hopefully we get some games with re different engines that we don't have to see glitching and all that stuff um crappy frame rate but no for those who care because I'm, I'm here talking as if i'm one of those people that care about all that stuff all i care about is as long as the story is good and you give me a great game i will not complain all right the rest of you guys could just wait and see what happens all right and with that said said um yakuza 7 was announced um what i took away from this is the new protagonist is gonna be kazuga uh he's a character that appeared in um other yakuza games where some fucked up shit happens to him and shit like that so we get to play his story i don't want to ruin his story for those who haven't played any of the yakuza games yet I really do advise you go and play Yakuza. There's a lot of story in it. Um, the combat is okay, but that's the other thing that came out to me, well, stuck out to me, is that they're bringing some JRPG battle mechanics into this game where it looked like from the video I saw, like it's going to be like Final Fantasy 15, where you got people fighting, that you could pause it and do certain moves and things like that. It'll probably be better because now we get like, maybe we'll get some real type of skill trees, not to say that Yakuza games didn't have that before, but... Yakuza games, you can basically go through every match or battle just pressing square, triangle, square, triangle. You'll get through everything easily. And there's no, like, there's no new, I don't know. It's, it gets boring after a time. Like, I just want to get through the damn story. That's how I have been. I have all the Yakuza games. I've only finished Yakuza 0 so far. Playing through Kiwami right now. And then I have part 2 also to remaster. So eventually, I'll have to get through all of that. So, yeah, my backlog is fucking crazy. I know what you guys are thinking. But, yeah, Yakuza 7, I believe it should be coming next year. Um, But looks fun. I'm excited for it. I'll probably play it um right away, especially with just because of the battle mechanics alone. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, Capcom is expected to announce their new Resident Evil game, if rumors are true. On September 9th, which is uh, two weeks from now. Well, next week, because it's fucking Monday. Um, a project, it's called Project Resistance, so we'll see what that's about. So it doesn't sound like it's going to be a Resident Evil 8, but I hope it is. Um, PC and Switch are getting uh, Spiral Reignited Trilogy, for those who care. Uh, 
Spyro was never that big of a game for me. It was actually my first game on PlayStation and got boring and stale pretty fucking fast. Um, Destiny 2 is getting seasonal battle passes, which I am excited about because now this gives me like, like it, it, this is one thing I love about Bungie having their independence now is things like this. They promised that they were going to turn Destiny into like more of a MMO action RPG type shit. And I'm a lover of MMOs. And this is one way you could feel like leveling up actually means something. And once the game goes free to play, they're going to have a free track like all games that have battle passes do. And they'll have a premium track. Um, it's not going to be called Battle Pass, though. They're going to call it Season Rank. It'll release when Shadow Keep comes out, which I believe is in October. And of course, as usual, the season is $10 or if you don't want to use the free track. And they did go out to point out some things you'll get on the free track and at what rank to show us some differences. Like, uh, so in the free track, you'll get like an exotic hand, con um, hand cannon, Ariana's Val at rank 35. You can get three legendary vet sets of Vex armor by rank 25. Um... And they also drop during the season Vex activity. So they say here, you get two here, two legendary weapons, best of year, two bright Ingrams, some glimmer, upgrade modules. And, and yeah, so that's some of the examples they give for the free track. But they to show you how much better it is paying the $10 for the season, which I'm definitely going to do. The exotic hand cannon and Ariana's vow that you get at rank 35 in the free pass, you get at rank 1 with premium. You get the three legendary sets of Vex armor at rank 1. Also, four legendary we weapons, the three universal ornaments, one for each class. The exotic ornament for Ariana's vow, two legendary weapon ornaments, exotic ship, exotic emote, a new finisher. And I believe all that comes right as soon as you pay for the the ten dollars for the premium thing so it's pretty sounds pretty fucking worth it if you ask me um i'm gonna get it i'm finally excited for destiny again i'm gonna get shadow keep and um i really hope that stadia has that character progression crossover between both consoles because i know it was still iffy with sony or well with playstation i should say and I want to play it on Stadia too when it comes out. So we'll see how that goes. So that's all the news I got for you guys today. And then next up, of course, is what I'm playing. All right. Now for what I'm playing. For the past week, I've been playing four games. You know, last week I felt like I didn't get to play enough. Had to work a lot and shit like that. But now I finally feel like I had a little extra time to myself. So there's four games I was trying out. Um, two of them I didn't get to put too much time into the other two I definitely put a few hours in um, I'll let you know which one those are so let's start with Hunt Showdown Hunt Showdown I believe started off as a PC game uh, it's not officially out yet for Xbox One but they did have a game preview for the game now for those who don't know what this game is game is basically you pick a hunter or um in the game which you pay for you got in-game currency which you can use towards weapons upgrades all that type of shit with your hunter so you pick a hunter and you gotta do and you're basically on a open world su surrounded by other enemies plus other players who are also your enemies and if you do co-op you could have i think it's either 
two other people or three other people on your team and you're all hunted for some enemy or monster on the stage so you get these skills of which you like put on like these tracking skills your go, screen goes black and white and you could go and look for clues to where this thing might be but at the same time there's enemies all around you um in the land that you are in the level that are trying to kill you at the same time as you're hunting for this stuff now when you're at a low level it's probably best to try and avoid these things because they um i don't know they kill you pretty fucking easy in my opinion um and one bad thing about dying is that when you die you lose all progress with that hunter you lose all your shit all your items all your experience and you cannot get your hunter back there is permadeath in the game and i don't haven't seen any way of turning that off so if you rank up to like a level 10 and you lose your damn hunter in a match good luck it's time to start all over a new hunter something tells me that might change because there's going to be a lot of people that's going to bitch and moan about having so much progress done and then having to grab their make a whole new hunter from scratch again so we'll see how that goes um i barely got to i didn't play this for more than 45 minutes i should say i probably died like three times i found the one time i found a creature i was supposed to go after i was doing it solo didn't play on teams because i didn't want to deal with people being mad that i was a newbie and i was barely knowing what the fuck i was doing and if i die easily i didn't want anybody to get mad that they was on a team with the guy who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing so i played solo with other people um ran into a few people i probably only killed one monster in the whole fucking thing i kept getting killed uh the subtitles where you just like oh my god the game looks beautiful i should say that graphically the game is fucking beautiful on xbox one which means it probably looks even better on pc but the game can be fun i say it's probably better if you got friends to play with if you're playing by yourself it could be extremely frustrating, but once you get a hang of it and you like playing a game with a lot of high stakes, I think this game will be for you when it's finally fully released on console for Xbox owners, I don't think, or at least I haven't seen any news of this coming to PlayStation anytime soon. So that's Hunt Showdown. Um, I'm not grading it because it's not even a full game. They said that every some things are missing from the game. But from what I played, it seemed like a good game. Something that I definitely need to play with friends before I could give my full-blown opinion of this game. Well, that's that. I only played 45 minutes of it, so I didn't have much to say on that. Another one that I only played like an hour of. And I definitely want to stream this. I'm probably going to start it all over and stream it, hopefully. I know I've been talking about streaming. I haven't been doing it, guys. I'm so sorry I keep doing that because I do have a fucking busy ass life so but it was Blair Witch and I probably said it countless times about how much of a bitch I am with a lot of these crazy scary games very few of them keep me enticed enough to fucking finish this one right now I don't want to say that it's I don't I don't want to finish because I'm not stuck it's just getting like from the get-go it's just you your dog a cell phone and a walkie-talkie a flashlight and a camera right and what i like you use your door and it's already creepy because you're going in this forest and if you've seen the blair witch movies you're already tense because you already know what they're about if someone never heard of the blair witch stuff or never seen the movie you're probably going to be more intrigued than what's going to happen next but obviously in the forest it's supposed to be a witch and blah 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 it starts off good um, you're playing as a guy who seems to have been a, a cop 
or detective or something like that and he's out in the forest or at a witch's to he's helping out some cops or former colleagues because they kind of do something where they go back to the past and try to tell you what your past was like i think he was on some medication or some shit like that but yeah he's trying to help them out he keeps in touch with his ex-girlfriend on the phone who's constantly calling him to check up to see if he's okay and for in real life that might be fucking annoying but in this fucking game every time that woman called me i was so relieved kind of like yes now i could walk through this fucking creepy forest with someone's voice in my ear because he does what typical people do in these horror movies and shit and when the other cops are like hold up we'll come and meet up with you he's like no no it's, i don't want the dog to lose the trail i'm gonna go in by myself knowing after they told him what was in this fucking forest and what was people probably run into these fucking crazy woods so as crazy white people do no offense guys you follow your dog and i should tell you the dog is a good play it's like some i am legend type shit where you have this dog he helps you sniff out things you could pet him yes i know a lot of you probably wonder if you could pet him you can pet the dog you keep um treating him good tell him to keep close tell him to go find clues but you want to keep him attached because the game makes an emphasis on you keeping a good relationship with your dog because that relationship with your dog will affect your gameplay later in the game and seeing that i'm a little bitch when it comes to these damn games i want my me and my dog's relationship to be at its finest because if this dog if there comes a point in time where the dog is gonna run away or stick with me based on how i treated it throughout the fucking game i want that dog to stick with me because the only thing keeping me safe i swear to god i feel it even my heart i feel my heart gaining speed whenever that dog runs off and i can't find him there is a button you can press to call him but sometimes he just runs off and it's mad dark and i'm just like where the fuck are you where the fuck are you and you really feel the the tense moments in this game you definitely always feel alone except when your dog's right by your side sometimes when he finds things or clues you don't even want to pick it up because you don't even want to see what's going to happen next you know um but yeah it's it, it, it's a good game very creepy like i said i only played it for an hour and um it, it's good i'm i'll talk about it later on when i've played more of it but i still want to give you guys like a little preview of what i've been through next up on the list is a bard's tale 4 now it's a continuation of a very classic game called bard's tale which game pass just recently put out all the classic games then they put out this one a bard's tale Four, which is a RPG where you could create a class like a mage, a elf, a bard, of course, a warrior, and then you could give them a bunch of subspecialties like if they use bows and this and that. It's a pretty good adventure game. I like it. Um, they have all the. I'm, I could get through this game fast because I put it on easy because I didn't think I was going to like it like that. I figured if I put it on easy, I could get through it fast with all the other fucking games I have to play. Especially with the puzzles. If you run into a puzzle and you got it on easy, after a while, it'll give you the option that you could just go and play a song and it'll solve the puzzle for you. Haven't had to use it yet, so the puzzles haven't been so hard as of yet. But um, good game. Um, when you do it into battle, it's, it's basically like the classic style in which uh, you have to pick a square. There's like a thing maybe 
four or six um, lanes. It's like lane battle. You know, if you're on the right and you have an attack that only attacks, that only hits enemies in the right two lanes, then you could use that and hit the enemies on that side. You don't get to see your characters per se. It's like little character pictures on the things. So they try to do a mix of the old mixing the old with the new they even let you play classically if you want to go square by square or if you want to roam around an open world which of course i chose the open world which is still beautiful looks really good not disappointed in it um i think i only played this game for about three hours um it's been fun uh the battles don't really get old yet because of all the skills i'm learning i'm still learning how to craft things so i'm one of those people that like hoards and picks up every fucking thing that they see that, that i see around me because i'm interested in seeing what i could craft later on down the line but for those who just need like a quick little adventure game to play and that won't be too hard and you can make it hard if you want to because it's all about choice um it, a bard's tale 4 is good if I, I i don't want to can't compare it really to the games in the past because i never really played any of the games in the past and i didn't care to download any of the old games if the new shit was out already um not always one for the classics um only certain games but bard's tale 4 is pretty good i think if you're a big rpg fan you could deal with um the combat system that i just laid out to you there is choices to be made in the game the story is pretty cool and pretty fleshed out um you'll have fun with it and it to some i think it might look a little bit kitty but I th it's good uh, if i say the story is good you could believe me very good story um next up is you know so I said four games, but there's actually five because this one just popped into my head because I just finished beating it for the first time today, this morning with my son. And we were playing um, Man of Madan, which is one of those for the people who made Until Dawn, the next story based game. And you play as five, five people on a ship and they're out. They find a, a, a ghost ship. Or you think is a ghost ship. You know, I don't want to go into spoils. And of course, you have to play as these five characters. You play um, as like there's a brother and sister, the captain, and two other brothers that are in there. I'll say that during me and my son's playthrough, we lost two people. He well, he let one of his characters get killed. I let one of my characters get killed. Um, I made a stupid mistake twice. Uh, we got I've definitely played through it again. You can see that there's many endings in here, depending on what you do, and of course, who lives, who dies. Um, it's a fun game, and yes, there is multiplayer. I know in Until Dawn, you didn't have multiplayer, but in this one, they actually let you play with up to five friends on the couch. You could call it's called Movie Night, and everyone gets to pick what character they want to be. If it's less than five, then of course, one person will have one more character than the others to play with. And the game does a good job of stopping and letting you know whose turn is it to take over their character, things like that. I could let you tell you now, if you played Until Dawn, this game is way fucking scarier than Until Dawn. And it's not too long, so you really have the time to put in more than one playthrough. I say you could you could definitely have playthrough it in one sit down. Me and my son turned it on twice and finished it from last night up till this morning. Um, it's only twenty nine ninety nine, so it's definitely at a good price at that too. 
but you'll enjoy it and it, this game like i said is very scary we must have jumped together this is the first time my son has seen me so damn scared like i could play through resident evil games and not jump as much as this game damn game made you jump especially if you have some type of stereo system in your home if you're close to the tv i advise you to like if you're gonna if you scare easily and you like that this is the game to play it's a good game to play with your friends around with your family i have to i'm planning on playing it over again with my wife my cousins so we can see all the different ways that it ends i just want to see what everybody else does plus i want to try out characters i never got i didn't get to play with while playing with my kid you know but very fun game um very tense definitely gives you the jumps definitely scary um i finished it i'll give it like i don't even uh, i'll say uh, 8.5 out of 10 if i had to give it a grade just because i felt like it could have been a bit longer but it could have been my fault that it wasn't as long because of us losing two characters so those are definitely some extra scenes that we didn't get to play through because we lost those characters which of course cut out our time you know and if you finish it when you finish it, stay through the credits because there's something you won't want to miss. It's kind of a teaser to their next game because they did call it an anthology. So they're, And I'm glad they're showing us already what's coming next. And they do have some famous actors in these games. I just can't remember their name. I know one of the brothers in the game is um, the guy that we play in Quantum Break, if you played that game, one of the main characters in Quantum Break. Of course, it's not... Um, uh, Mary from Lord of the Rings. I would I would remember Dominic's name if it was him, but the other guy that he was working with in the game. But yeah, so Man of Madon, definitely a great game to pick up, especially if you're into horror. All right, and you could play it online too. Um, I think they said two and two, so two people could be in one room, another two in another room. As far as that's what at least it looks like when I try to break down how the multiplayer works online. So just check it out if you have a chance to it's very cheap last but not least and i left this game for last because i literally me and my cousin literally spent our whole saturday on this fucking game which is planet side age of one or age of wonders planet side my bad um where it's basically a four by four strategic game if you need um an example of what i'm talking about it's basically civilization in space you know you take control of a commander you try to build colonies around the place they have different ways to win either becoming the most diplomatic person on the match board or get into a certain amount of turns and being the number one in points based on what you do you could be a world dominator where you take over a whole map and take over everybody else's spaces or a certain amount of spaces on the map which i almost did i lost i came in second place it was me and my cousin and we put in like an ai competitor in the game with us because we didn't play seem feel like playing with other real people you can't have up to 12 players though on one map and damn to this game like the least amount of turns you could put into is 150 that's what we had we literally played this game guys from 8.30 in the morning to 5 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday with non-stop. We did not stop for anything. We did not leave the room. We literally played this game straight, no interruptions, and we didn't finish until 5.30. And we did it with limited manual battles because one thing you could do 
is you could just do automatic battles where you just see each team's power level and just hope that you're able to um, beat that team without having to take control of your army yourself or you could do manual battles where you get to take control of your troops and it's really cool because you want to see like every fact there's a lot of factions each with their own unique abilities and weapons and once you start upgrading stuff you could give them even better weapons and you get these commanders that join you after a while if they see you're doing well and they have their own special abilities and things like that you can literally have like up to a 42 man versus 42 man army it looks real cool when i was taking over people's bases and i had the, my whole army coming after them it, it was really fun um the game is for those who like strategy of course and then when you go into battle almost forgot it's a mix it's like xcom so it's civilization mixed with xcom in which you get to run and you pick your cover and and, it, and they use like an XCOM they show you the shield whether you're just protecting half of your body or your full body but another factor that goes into it is um that you have to pay attention to the way which, which way your units are facing or else you could get flanked and that's the easiest way to die in this game get your units killed is when you move somewhere and then their backs are turned to an enemy and then the enemy goes up behind them and they do extra damage to you just because your back was turned it gets annoying sometimes but after a while it teaches you like you start engraving it into your memory okay they're coming from this way let me rotate my units to this side so that way they're not shot up from the back this is a great game one of the best strategy games i've ever played in my life since civilization um it's great for consoles too it's much easier to pick up than than solaris which i believe is the last strategy game that came out where you're deaf as um very much in space in that one this one you're on different planets and things like that you can't play co-op teams online or you could go up against people you could have small islands big islands medium islands and even the small islands are fucking huge like the amount of time i don't think let's say i say we started at 8 30 me and my cousin did not find each other on the map until about 3 30 in the afternoon and this is on a small fucking map so i only can imagine if we're playing with like six to twelve people on a huge map how long it would take for us to make it through the damn game want to find each other and it's just fun because you can be do um diplomatic things like forge alliances with other fa um factions and start wars with other people and team up in wars with other people and attack other factions that shit was fun that shit when people where there's also there's also random enemies that are on the map that come out and attack your towns or try and attack you or you have to forge alliances with them so they don't attack you or they can help you out attacking other people or just giving you new technology you can make trades you can build roads between colonies there's so much negotiating going on and i believe there's like four different ways to end the game like i said earlier and I had the one way of being a peaceful guy. I actually made it to the end of the socialism thing, like where you could become the most peaceful diplomat out in the world and get a, if you get two people to join you and you could keep that peace for like I think they said 40 turns, I would have won. 
but I couldn't I, I broke an alliance by helping out somebody else that they didn't like I didn't know they didn't like these this other faction and I helped this other faction out just trying to get some more soldiers for my army because that's what they were offering me and then the other team broke their alliance with me they called me they said I was a betrayer you know and I was helping out their enemy so I lost that way to win and decided to become a world dominator so i say take it over i took over like two whole islands like i thought i was a beast until i went over to this next island where this other guy had his damn stuff like i was taking over his bases one by one but when i got to his main base that shit was pretty powered up and no amount of enemy well allies of my army that i brought to his door was able to take him down and eventually he took me out well he took out most of my cousin's lands he kept attacking him furiously took his lands out um he started coming after me it was going back and forth but i just gave him the win because i knew he was gonna he was gonna take and wipe me out because i used up all my forces in one place but it was exciting and it's very exciting. You have to have time to play this. It does save, though, if you will, if you if you're talking to people that are willing to stop at a certain point and come back to the game. You can exit out the game and start it back up later on and get those people back online. Um, because if you do want to play through one sit down, and this is with limited manual battles, I'm telling you, like shit, you could be there for literally eight hours on one match. So, um, the story mode, oh yeah, I forgot to talk about that, um, starts off with like a big tutorial, it really helps out if you haven't played a game like this, um, so I advise playing the, st the tutorial mission, which is at least like 40 to 45 mi minutes, the first mission, the second one, they give you a lot of hints, but they start taking the um, training wheels off and let you do your own thing, a lot of objectives pop up. Um, I should say while you're even facing people, there will be factions that ask you to do things for them and you can help them out to help you build up better relationships with them or even get um, be able to exchange favors and things like that with them. And it, it's a great game. A lot of strategy involved. If you like um, strategy games, real-time strategy, um, I think these are called 4x4 four four games, 4x4 where you're basically moving through hexagons and shit, or, yeah, I think it's a hexagon or octagon, whatever the fuck, I could be wrong, you can correct me if you want. Um, it's a great game, Planet, um, Age of Wonders, Planetside, or Planetside Age of Wonders, if I'm saying it wrong, great game, it's a fucking 9, at least to me, um, reason I wouldn't give it a 10 is just because I wish they had some more immersive music like I need a good soundtrack to go with these epic battles you know and I didn't feel the emotions with the soundtrack that was playing whenever I went into these big battles so that's the only reason um other than that guys uh it's pretty much a shorter show than usual because i don't have nothing much to nothing to really rant about nothing as usual, you guys know it's usually longer when i have some shit that i really need to get off my chest but nothing like that this week um uh until i guess we get into all the later on the year with more news and shit like that i think I don't know if, if I missed Tokyo Game Show already or if that's coming up soon. But I think something is coming up and I should have some more news on that for you guys. All right. Um, as usual, 
follow us on facebook page gamerish on facebook open group welcome to join please tell your friends about us we talk about video more than just games so about comic book movies um where us three me dave e we all great admins we always conversate with everybody on our page so if you want to interact with us that's one of the best ways to do it also if you follow us on gamerish underscore pod on instagram we post a lot there that's where all my funny memes go and i do interact with as many people as i can on any given day and then if you have any questions or any concerns any corrections or anything you want us to talk about please feel free to email us at gamerish 537 at gmail.com again it's gamerish 537 at gmail.com so until next time hope you guys enjoyed once again this is dre and now i'm a fucking gaming addict peace out